We are live on AW Radio. It's news to us the week of January 25th, 2021. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Eddie. Jason, Katie, Chris are here, too. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. What's up? So much, so much to get to. Calls for Senator Ted Cruz to resign are heating up after some say that he aided and abetted the Capitol riot insurrection that killed five and almost killed or seriously injured members of Congress. So we'll take a look at uh, what's happening there, but also back up a little bit. Who exactly is this unlikable son of a bitch, Ted Cruz? He has a very interesting past uh, and recent history in politics uh, with a lot of weird stuff going on with this guy. And then also a news roundup. We'll talk about the Capitol riots, the continued fallout from that, and give you an impeachment update as well. It's news to us. We are live. It's news to us. It's news to us. IW Radio. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Back, in the saddle. back in the saddle. I hope, hope hopefully we're officially starting our string of shows for the year after we we dipped our toe in the water a little bit a couple weeks ago and uh and then we had a holiday break, but here we are. We're back. We're back with new episodes we're, for twenty twenty one. We're uh we're still recovering from twenty twenty. <laughs> True that. Honestly. We have been really there's been some left Literally. some residual <laughs> bullshit. For everybody to deal with, but uh, you know, things are looking up. Yes, they are. I know Katie had a good day. That's good. I did. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you want to get into that or no? It's up to you. Yes, uh, yes, well, good, uh, some good news. Twenty twenty got one last uh, hurrahing on me. New Year's Eve, and I broke my ankle. And we New found Year's out- e- New Year's Eve morning. Yeah, New Year's Eve morning. It wasn't like a drunken accident. There's yeah. no cool stories. Um, and I found out today I don't have to have surgery. Yay! Hey. No Yay. surgery. No surgery. Yeah. And no calf. Oh, that was yeah, the- I got a boot. That was actually the Lindsey Graham sound effect. I didn't mean to play that. <laughs> I do cool. declare. Hey, y'all. Glad to hear you all have to have surgery there, Katie. Thanks, Lindsay. This is only happening to you because you're a good Christian. If you were one of those seculars, you'd be right there on the surgery table. They'd be cutting into you. Well, uh, happy to get that news, uh, Katie. Very happy for you. Yes, thank you. Let's find out what's happening on social media. This was something that we retweeted that I thought was uh, really funny. I mean, I just like it when people have... We we have a lot of mess-ups on this show. We misspeak all the time. But when politicians do it, it's even funnier. Chuck Schumer was on the (laughs) Senate floor, and he was talking about Donald Trump and the insurrection on the Capitol. And this is what happened Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, had a bit of a flub when he was speaking. Here's what happened. Make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection insurrection <laughs> against the United States. Did Donald Trump incite the erection against the United States? Does that mean that the United States is uh, Stormy Daniels in this metaphor? I don't know. Yeah. 
But I, but was what was particularly embarrassing about this for Chuck Schumer is it's very rare that all the major news networks will be carrying what's happening on the floor of the Senate live, and everybody was covering this live: CNN, MSNBC, and everybody. So yeah, that's embarrassing. He is the majority leader now, so what he says has a little more sway. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, his erections are now bigger and thicker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, 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 miss, 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 miss quotings, <laughs> misstatements, pills, dirty deets, Ted Cruz. Who is this son of a bitch? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on Senator Ted Cruz right now to resign. Uh, newspapers are calling for his reg- resignation. We'll tell you why, and also tell you who this idiot is. The dirty deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. And even if you know who Ted Cruz is, this is a refresher. I think everybody deserves to have. So there are three big-ass newspapers in Texas that are calling for him, uh, Ted Cruz, to resign, and it's really a big deal. Uh, they're all claiming that Ted Cruz aided and abetted the Capitol riot insurrection that killed five people, including a cop, and also very nearly ended up with like Nancy Pelosi being hung outside the Capitol and AOC being raped. I mean, like, really, that's what these people were trying to do. Um, so it's not looking good for Ted Cruz. But how exactly did he help to aid and abet this? We'll get to that in a second. But first, who the fuck is this guy? Just in case you don't know, this guy is like the biggest slimy piece of shit. I think he came into everybody's, um, and in, in everybody's scope, political scope, with the 2016 election when he was running uh, as a Republican candidate with also at the time, um, uh. Uh, Donald Trump, they were both trying to get the, the, the GOP ticket. That's what everybody kind of got their sights on Ted Cruz. But he's been around for a while. He's been a senator since 2013. He went to Princeton, Harvard. I guess he worked under George W. Bush as a policy advisor. I didn't know that about him. Uh, but, uh, you know, nobody seems to like this guy, Ted Cruz. We did some 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 deep research into Ted Cruz. He was also a clerk for a Supreme Court justice back in the 90s. Those are really coveted positions, too, by the way. Those are hard to get. And I don't know There's if you also, know but uh, he uh, was a student of Alan Dershowitz at Harvard Law. Oh, that's interesting. There's also an internet meme that claims he is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, that is an internet and- meme. And his, uh, according to DJT, his father was a part. No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Oh, 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 I I jumped the shark. You are. This is a story we're telling. We have to weave the narrative. We can't just jump around. All right. Weave away, sir. So I was saying, you know, people really don't like this guy. And you you did bring up his, we were talking about uh, his younger years. He went to Princeton, Harvard. Apparently, according to his freshman year roommates, uh, he, quote, endlessly hit the snooze button. He also would creep out female peers by hanging around the hallway in nothing but a bathrobe. And he had, quote, serious body odor issues. Ew. That. That's all check marks for the Zodiac killer. Right <laughs> yes. Uh, I hit snooze all the time. In all fairness, are we going to crucify him for that? I don't know. Well, you're not I a U.S. Senator. Fair. We don't hold you to the same standard. You hit the snooze button okay. all you want. 
Okay. I also see you just standing around with a bathrobe with nothing else on with it fully <laughs> open. Oh, I see that in your life. That's not fair. <laughs> Sorry. That's not fair, he says. Uh, some other Princeton classmates said that he was Cruz. Ted Cruz is abrasive, intense, arrogant, and a crank. What is that? A crank? I, I don't know if I've ever called somebody a crank. What does that Crazy. mean? Okay. Uh, here's yeah, and people not liking Ted Cruz, it actually even followed like his peers not liking him followed him into his career into the Senate. Here's what Senator Lindsey Graham said about Ted Cruz. Our favorite Lindsey Graham said, "Quote." If you killed Ted Cruz on the floor of the Senate and the trial was in the Senate, nobody would convict you. So nobody oh. likes Ted Cruz. <laughs> That's a Republican-led Senate anyway. Thank you. That was a Republican that said that. Somebody of, a, of the same party. Right. So we uh, look at the 2016 election here, Ted Cruz. And uh, Ted Cruz at first didn't like Donald Trump. And leading up to the 2016 election, both were trying to get the nomination, of course, for the the GOP. And it got ugly between uh, Trump and Ted Cruz. You guys remember this? They 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 kind of uh, stooped down to uh, personal attacks. Do you guys remember how ugly it was getting between those two? Oh yeah, that's all I can remember of Ted Cruz. When like when someone brings up Ted Cruz, that's what I remember. Yeah, t- uh, Trump called Ted Cruz Lion Ted. Remember that? That was his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, uh, Ted Cruz, or actually at one point, um, uh, Donald Trump suggested that Ted Cruz's father and even himself had connections to the mafia and that his father killed JFK. That's what Trump was trying to to get out there. So it got really ugly. Uh, and here's actually Ted Cruz defending his father against Donald Trump's attacks during the 2016 election. Here he is getting very angry angry with Trump. Uh, Ted Cruz hating, hating, hating Donald Trump in 2016, despising him, hating him. Out of that, listen, my father has been my hero my whole life. My dad was imprisoned and tortured in Cuba. And when he came to America, he had nothing. He had $100 in his underwear. He washed dishes making 50 cents an hour. You know, he's exactly the kind of person Donald Trump looks down on. Those are a lot of quarters in your underwear, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to do something I haven't done for the entire campaign. For those of y'all who have traveled with me all across the country, I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. Uh-oh. This man is a pathological liar. True. Yeah. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. True. Yeah. And Ding. in a pattern that I think is straight out of a psychology textbook, his response is to accuse everybody else of lying. True. Projection. He accuses everybody on that debate stage of lying. And it's simply a mindless yell. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. Yeah, so... There you go. That's what we've been saying Dude, for years. Ted Cruz nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. In yeah. 2016. I like 2016 Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. And then it got even uglier. I, you know, this 2016 Ted Cruz was telling it how it is and was saying uh, things about Trump that we've been saying for four years. Uh, but it got uglier in 2016 because then Donald Trump retweeted an unflattering photo of Ted Cruz, Cruz's wife, Heidi, and it was this meme. It's uh, Heidi Cruz looking really uh, kind of disheveled and weird. 
uh, next to a beautiful photo of Melania, Melania. And the caption on the meme is, no need to, quote, spill the beans. The images are worth a thousand words. So it's not even a clever meme because Republicans can't come up with funny, clever memes. We know that. (laughs) Uh, But Donald Trump retweeted this. By the way, Republicans don't have a sense of humor, right? Have you ever, is there a funny Republican or conservative comedian out there? Has there ever been one in the history of comedy? Tim Allen. I like uh, hashtag it lying Ted. Lying Ted. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, then, then Ted Cruz had to defend his wife after Donald Trump called his wife ugly. So the, I mean, here's uh, Ted Cruz defending his wife. Defending his wife's honor, if you will. It's not easy to take me on. I don't get angry often. But you mess with my wife, you mess with my kids, that'll do it every time. Donald, you're a sniveling coward and leave Heidi the hell alone. Oh, what a you 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 mess with the bull, we get the horns. People <laughs> <eat> meat. <laughs> it's not easy for me to get angry, but when I get angry. I am angry. Oh. I am so angry. Look out! <laughs> Very intimidating, man. The other thing, uh, um, it's not on our prep, but the other thing that DJT did was uh, he contacted his uh, his good buddy David Pecker over at the National Enquirer, and they ran a story saying that uh, Ted Cruz cheated on his wife five times. It was only four, okay? <laughs> That's why the story was false. What a jerk! <laughs> that fuck, uh, David Pecker. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys ever see on uh, MSNBC that one day when Nicole Wallace was on, and the like little scroll across the bottom said Trump afraid Pecker will leak? <laughs> oh yeah, we, we did tweet that one. That is on our Twitter. If you look at our media. Uh, we, we, awesome. yeah. we tweak yeah. out every like six months. Yeah, we do. It's in a rotation, heavy rotation. Yeah. Well, now, so there's a 2016 election. So we fast forward just two months later after Donald Trump officially gets the Republican nomination. Let's go ahead and fast forward. Okay. There you go. We fast forward. So then a miracle happened. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Ted Cruz, I guess he prayed on it. And God told him, quote, after many months of careful consideration of prayer and searching my own conscience, I have decided that on election day, I will vote for the Republican nominee, Donald Trump. This is coming from Ted Cruz. What a spineless coward. So this is when everybody's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I think uh, Ted, Ted Cruz went on like Cuomo and stuff and they're like, Dude, this guy just insulted your wife and your dad, your family, and you are saying that you're going to vote for this asshole? Why? After careful consideration, <laughs> I think that it's possible my wife really is ugly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't <laughs> disprove that my dad was not part of the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> well. <laughs> And even so, even a little bit later in 2017, Ted Cruz actually took his children and wife out to dinner with uh, President Trump and said, quote, our family had dinner with the president and first lady who were warm and gracious. Catherine brought Joe, her kindergarten class stuff draft. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that's about. That's a non sequitur. Uh, That's in the same tweet. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's all one tweet. <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know what that's all about. That's a scandal. Who the hell it's Joe? a crypto. It's a cryptogram, <laughs> yeah. and if you unscramble it, it talks about uh, a series of unsolved murders in the Bay Area <laughs> in the nineteen uh, sixties and seventies. Did they just hack the last clue like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Giraffe <laughs> is a word. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but giraffe was the key for the last letter. Ted Cruz's change in heart may have had more uh, to do with this incident, actually, than him just praying. A former Ted Cruz aide <clears throat> later on would give an interview and said that Ted Cruz was giving a speech uh, and he was talking about, uh, actually, this is at the Republican National Convention. This is where uh, Ted Cruz urged Republicans to, quote, vote their conscience. And he this is like just before uh, Trump got the nomination. And apparently Ted Cruz was booed very badly at the RNC. And this is when he started to kind of change his tune because he was seeing the Republican Party start to shift in favor of Donald Trump. So he's like, I'm going to jump on this. I don't care if this guy insulted my wife and my family. I'm just going to this is like pretty much what every Republican has done, though. They just bend over for uh, DJT in the way that he wants to steer the party. So uh, but Ted Cruz just did it so shamelessly and so just like with no backbone at all and the guy just is a slimy piece of shit power is a dark dark thing Mm -hmm. and just imagine having like so little integrity that you could just give it all just throw everything away for Donald Trump yeah throw your wife and your dad under the bus yeah and uh yeah so career i mean most of the republicans have yeah and that's the that's the type of guy we're we're talking about here when we talk about his recent actions so now we uh we fast forward to uh just recently uh the fast forward sound in fact i gotta play that right um so i so it's uh just before the the january 6th incident the uh the terrorist attack uh ted cruz was supporting donald trump's attempt to overthrow the election results and we all know that this is unfounded bullshit and and none of these court cases went anywhere there was no election fraud and ted cruz knew that but he was still uh, you know trying to support and push forward this narrative that it was an unfair election which is just really fucked up and and these Republicans that are are going down this path of of trying to question a peaceful uh, election and a fair election is just really really dangerous. And Ted Cruz is a, on the forefront of all of this. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it just gets crazier because not only that he did he did uh, the day before the attack on the Capitol, Ted Cruz was trying to get the get Trump supporters at a at like a, a Trump rally type thing. It was uh, some sort of a, a of an event with a lot of people wearing MAGA hats. He was getting these people all like riled up about insurrection and he had like a lot of dog whistles in what he was saying and uh listen to this. Here is Ted Cruz getting Trump supporters all riled up before January 6th. Stand shoulder to shoulder with you as we defend the United States of America, as we defend our Constitution, as we defend our freedom, and we 
Yeah, like, what are you going to win? Tr- Donald Trump had already lost the election. He's like, it was a fair election. None of these court cases came through. So this guy's like, now we're still going to win. We're going to stand, be strong. And, you know, what the fuck? Uh, these these maniacs who are blindly following a cult leader, what do you think that they're going to, they're, how they're going to take that? How do you think they're going to take that information? This is a, a part of inciting the riot. Do you think that he watched like Bill Pullman's speech in Independence Day, like <laughs> on repeat? <laughs> I mean, that's what he sounded like, right? Like he had the same cadence. I know, he'll right? Go quietly into the night. We'll <laughs> live on. You're so right. Oh, uh, here it is. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. Although this is a good speech. Yeah, let's listen to it. It's like five minutes long. I can't play the whole thing. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. This is what was going on in Ted Cruz's (laughs) mind. He's like, I'm just like Bill Pullman. Cut to a police officer dead at the Capitol. Whoa. That's the reality of it. What do you mean, whoa? You whoa, Ted Cruz, not me. Well, I was kind of enjoying the Bill Fullman speech. <laughs> uh, it's very, it's very scary. So uh yeah, so Ted Ted Cruz's role in the coup. This guy is still a sitting senator. Uh he was aiding and abetting, people are saying, this whole thing that happened. Uh, this situation with the insurrection of the Capitol, which almost got members of Congress violently murdered and and dismembered and hung, raped, quartered, and the vice president, and the vice president too. But you know, yeah, yeah okay, we'll mention. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right, though. You're right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and the day of the riots. If you don't think that Ted Cruz has had anything to do with this, one rioter actually said uh, he was this guy was caught with a homemade napalm bomb uh, that was uh, likely meant to be used for Molotov cocktails. He was arrested and he had a folder with Ted Cruz's uh, phone numbers scrawled across the front, which is kind of scary, like repeatedly. See the video of the. Uh, people when they broke into the Senate and they were going through the desk taking like video of all the papers in it. Yeah. And they were like, Cruz and Holly would want us to do this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The, the, they were literally saying Ted Cruz would want us to do this. Yeah. <clears throat> so now uh, calls for Ted Cruz to resign are heating up, uh, including actor Seth Rogen. We'll get to that in just a second. But AOC is saying that uh, Ted Cruz and also Josh Howley, which we could also do another segment on. He's a, a what, he's Mr. Ted. Why am I saying Mr. Ted Cruz? Because it's right in front of my face. He's douchebag Ted Cruz's uh, like cohort and all of this. Josh Howley, BFF. Yeah, AOC right. is saying that quote Senator Cruz, you must accept responsibility for how your craven, self-serving actions contributed to the deaths of four people yesterday. Now we know it's more than that. Uh, both you and Senator Howley must resign. If you do not, the Senate should move. For your expulsion. So, and that, and Senator Joe Manchin is saying that, uh, that uh, Congress should actually use the 14th Amendment to remove 
uh, Cruz and Howley. There's this uh, section three of the 14th Amendment was designed to uh, it was actually aimed at former Confederates who were engaged in insurrection or rebellion. And uh, Senator Joe Manchin is arguing that's pretty much the same thing that just happened here. So let's use that. Yeah. Let's I would also like there. to go on the record officially right now that uh, Jason from it's news to us. You're calling for, calling for I'm calling for Ted Cruz to resign. Can we get a yeah. statement or I mean, you have to have a statement if you're going to call for resignation. You can't just declare. Uh, Ted Cruz is a yeah. giant piece of shit. <laughs> I resign. Okay, oh, being a traitor to the United States of America. I'll second that motion. There you go. Here you go. I'm Lindsey Graham, and that Ted Cruz rubs me the wrong way. I also he rubs you. I also don't care for him, but I am strangely attracted to his wife because she looks like a man. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Mrs. Cruz, but Trump started it. Uh, the El Paso Times has now come out the latest newspaper to call for Senator Ted Cruz to resign. That's a big newspaper, I guess. They uh, are pretty influential. And there's three big newspapers in Texas, like giant newspapers, that are calling for uh, Ted Cruz to resign. It's it's a really big deal. Uh, Former Congressman Beto O'Rourke. He's not a former congressman. Why does it say that? Is he? Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah. No, he lost. Yeah, he lost. No, he gave up his seat to race against Cruz for the Senate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> he uh, he accused Ted Cruz. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, in the right. Yeah, he was against uh, in 2018. It was O'Rourke and Cruz, right? Something like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, Beto O'Rourke is saying that uh, Ted Cruz is guilty of sedation, and we shouldn't let him off the hook. And uh, believe it or not, even actor Seth Rogen, Seth Seth Rogen has gotten into a heated Twitter flame war with. Uh, Ted Cruz, they're actually adding each other and going back and forth. Uh, here's what Ted Cruz... No, they're yeah. adding each other? They are. Oh totally. my god. Hilarious. You know this is real, then. <laughs> Why are you downplaying this? It's hilarious, because this is getting a lot of attention. I I, com- I commend Seth Rogen for doing this. He doesn't need to do this. Hells yeah. Just he, the way you said they're adding at e- uh, each other. Because it's not a passive Twitter war, is what I'm trying to say. It's not like uh, It's not like they're uh, it's not like Ted Cruz isn't tweeting at Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen isn't tweeting at Ted Cruz. They're literally adding each other. So it's different than just saying something in passing. So that's important. They're adding each other's throats. They are. <laughs> it, shit is getting real. Uh, Ted Cruz tweeted, all jokes aside, at Seth Rogen is a moron. Moron. <laughs> it's you're you're getting your impersonations. Mixed I know. Up. I know. It's, then the Republicans are all the same. They are. <laughs> it's your party that believes in government power to shut your business, to oppress your faith, and to censor your speech. Anyone who disagrees, they try to cancel. By the way, a lot of folks in Hollywood are conservative and muzzled by the fascist left. And then Seth R- Rogen uh, replied to that. <laughs> you little... <laughs> You literally inspired a deadly insurrection, you stupid fuck. <laughs> and that got a whole bunch of likes. Uh, <laughs> and then what? Uh, Seth Rogen wasn't even in the funniest movie, which is Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> Flubber. 
And then uh, Ted Cruz uh, came back. Charming, civil, educated response at Seth Rogen. If you're a rich, angry Hollywood celebrity, today's Dems are the party for you. If you're blue collar, if you're a union member, if you work in energy or manufacturing, not so much. Hashtag jobs matter. What the fuck? None of that even makes none of that's true. Anyways, then Seth Rogen uh, responded to that. If you're a white supremacist fascist who doesn't find it offensive when someone calls your wife ugly, Ted Cruz is the exact motherfucker for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's news to us on Twitter. If you'd like to uh, say hi, we're constantly tweeting and stuff. Welcome back to the show. Um, a, A little news roundup here. The latest with the impeachment and also the fallout from the Capitol riots. News Roundup. It's news to us. News Roundup. Well, there's only been like, what, four impeachments in the history of the United States, and Donald Trump has 50% of them. That's right. (laughs) I was going to say the exact same thing, Eddie. Oh. Yeah, so second impeachment. Yeah. Can't spell Trump without two eyes. Here is the House delivering the articles of, of impeachment to the Senate just like minutes before it went on the air, actually, this happened. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. All persons are commanded to keep silent on pain of imprisonment while the House of Representatives is exhibiting to the Senate of the United States an article of impeachment against Donald John Trump, former president of the United States. They need more showmanship with that. She seems like a little timid, like she's reading a book report in front of the class. But um, there you go. I mean, so so the articles of impeachment are now delivered to the Senate. What does this mean, Katie? What is what is happening? I know that you've been researching this. Yeah. Well, basically, the they uh, agreed upon some rules for the impeachment, and so. Um, that no that no witnesses, no evidence. Oh, no, that was the first impeachment. <laughs> yeah, part of that was that it would be delivered today. Um, but what I learned today was that, um, you know, generally when there's an impeachment of a presiding or uh, of a sitting president, uh, the chief justice of the Supreme Court presides over it, and which. That's Chief Justice John Roberts, who's super conservative, right? And interestingly enough, when it's not a sitting president, it doesn't have to be the Chief Justice. So it's actually going to be what's called the President Pro Tempore, which I had never heard of before. But our President Pro Tempore is Patrick Leahy, who is the Democratic Senator of Vermont. Uh. And yeah, the president pro tempore is basically just uh, who the Senate, um, the Constitution requires the Senate to elect them to serve as the presiding officer in the absence of the vice president. Well, so, so what will what will happen? I mean, like, so Trump's out of office. I think a lot of people are wondering why impeach him. Why, like, what what will happen to Donald Trump if he uh, is impeached? 
Well, it's important for precedent because you can't have presidents just going all willy-nilly doing whatever they want during the last few months of their term, right? And if he's impeached, then he we can basically they can vote after that to ensure that he can't run for office again. And to actually keep him from running from office again is just a simple majority vote. And apparently he would also lose his uh, presidential pension. Yes, Uh, he loses his money. And they get like a $2 million a year travel expense too that he would lose. And Secret Service. And I guess he still like, gets oh, secret, he still gets Secret Service. He still gets Secret Service. Does he? Yeah. Do you think, I uh, he didn't. No, I don't think he gets Secret Service. Yeah, after. yeah, he does. He does. At least according to this fail? this article I'm reading right now, he would retain oh. his Secret Service detail according to the Los Angeles Times. Uh, I don't trust that and liberal I th- media. <laughs> I think you want him to have Secret Service detail because, I mean, we don't want him skipping the country and then giving secrets to... Russia. Well, we don't want him to be a martyr either. Yeah, I mean, you, you should protect former presidents even if they are criminals. Do you? Th- okay, so if he gets, you know, say he gets charged and he's found guilty, <laughs> I'm with you. He's put in jail and prison. Like, does he get service, <laughs> like in the jail yard? Oh man, those poor bastards! Like, no <laughs> legitimate question. Does that happen? Wait, does I what? guess. I why not? I don't know. Do you have like guys in suits and like earpieces walking around like prisoners? Wow, that'd be weird. <laughs> I mean, that is that is a legitimately good question. He wouldn't be considered. in with. He's not going to be in with Gen Pop. He'd have his own little secure area. He'd be in solitude for the rest of his life. Yeah, he'd be in solitary for the rest of his life. No, I bet if, if it comes down to it, I bet he he's house arrested. No, that just wouldn't fly. Marilago. America, yeah. Well, hopefully he's bankrupt in house uh, house arrested in that case because then he could live in a like rat infested, you know, condo somewhere. Go get shits creaked. <laughs> yeah, get shits creaked. Shits creaked. <laughs> uh, well, I don't yeah. know. Uh, we're a little off topic here, but. A lot of banks are uh, pulling out of uh, lending money to DJT now. Yeah, everybody's Deutsche Bank is yeah. out. Well, Bank because he, he has no power out. anymore. He his political pull is gone, and yeah, he he can't uh, control where a lot of the the money goes and the, the budget. So he's like of no use to a lot of these oligarchs. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So- yeah. yeah. Back to impeachment, though. Right. It is like deja vu. So, yeah, on Tuesday, um, the jurors will, Senate, the senators will be sworn in for trial as jurors. Then there will be a two week period for pre trial briefs. So, the trial, the actual impeachment trial, won't start for two weeks. And some people were kind of upset about that. But um, in the meantime, like more evidence is kind of like dripping out everywhere. About what, what is more of this evidence that's coming to mind? Attempted coups. Yeah, the, the, the attempted coup goes deeper 
than uh, we thought. At, well, I, we all thought it went pretty deep, but it keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's our news roundup. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. So we know that this had to have been more of like uh, the the storm of the capital thing. It was a, a well orchestrated, well, not well orchestrated. It was an attempted well orchestrated plot with a lot of moving pieces and different actors. And we're finding out more about that, right? Well, I mean, we're finding out more about his attempts to overturn the election, just in general. Um. So. Trump Justice Department lawyers, uh, they were, they tried to, <laughs> they found out earlier this month that uh, a lawyer called Jeffrey Clark, who was working in the department, had been plotting with Trump to oust the acting attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen, because Jeffrey Rosen wouldn't help Trump overturn the election in Georgia. So is, is any of this part of the is any of this part of the impeachment proceeding? Are they going to be bringing up this uh, election interference? I believe they are as evidence because it kind of leads up to his insurrection, right? Like they all kind of yeah. tie in together. So it was just one way of DJT trying to uh, subvert democracy really yeah like the insurrection that wound up being his last ditch effort after all these things didn't work so and now that he's out of office all these things are kind of just leaking out i think people are finally kind of just getting the guts to talk is what's happening do you think that trump actually was smart enough to think of all these different plots i mean he obviously couldn't carry them through because uh, our democracy is holding on by a thread, but the the systems are in place to stop this from happening and just barely prevented it. But who is really behind this? Because can it really be Donald Trump? Do you think he's a political mastermind? No, I think Trump was like, make this election. I mean, just like the phone call, right? Like when he called the, the people in Georgia and was like, find me 11 thousand eight hundred votes or whatever you know another part of the evidence in this yeah which is other evidence in the trial the you know i think this is just another part of that where when that didn't work he just went to the justice department and was like hey that didn't work you're gonna overturn the election and when the acting attorney general wouldn't do it he went to this lower level lawyer <laughs> and this guy, Jeffrey Clark was like, okay, I'll help you do it. But, who, so but then, who's giving, who's giving Trump these ideas though? Like who's, I, I, well, I think, you know, back to that question, Eddie, I think it was, you know, um, Giuliani was the face, but I think Alan Dershowitz and uh, white house counsel Cipollini were, um, behind part of this as well. I, Cause I don't, yeah. I think that Trump was just like, the um, the like the figurehead and all this, and almost like being a, a puppet to different uh, people who were controlling him, or not even controlling him, giving him the idea that you know you could be like this this big powerful man, you could be a dictator, just do what we say, just do what we say, man, we got you. And he was listening. People were in his ear, 
And I yeah, think that's going to be the big story. Through the law of all this. You know? We know that Trump yeah. doesn't read. We know he's a fucking moron. There's somebody else controlling the the controlling him here. I it's not Kush. Like he was like the man baby behind it being like make the election my way and he'd just go to these people and say it and they were like the brains behind they how they would make it work but he was the one like make the election turn the other way. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like it was his idea. He didn't know how it was going to happen. But he went to people who he knew could make it happen. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess history will play itself out. But um, yeah, I think, I think you know there's that there's that whole useful idiot uh, aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really scary. I am always on the fence. Like some days I'm like he's an idiot. Other days I'm like he can't be an idiot. Like look what he's done. I think he's just evil and he just surrounds himself with people that he if you have no you know, morals and you are uh, able to act upon that and be aided by people who are evil and powerful I think you can you can actually I don't know pull off a lot of crazy shit I mean yeah, people, I don't, people I don't, find him charismatic like it I don't see it, but like that's really what he like. The only thing he really has going for himself. Well, yeah. there's some sort of charisma there because he has a cult following, like literally a cult following. And I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, me neither. It's like, um, I mean, a hundred years from now, people are gonna read this, you know, in history texts, and I don't know, and you know, probably online somewhere on a screen, but like they'll. People will try to be breaking all of this down still. No, I mean, I, I, I understand it. So the Republicans and their policies created this mass of people who are uneducated by gutting the education system. And these people are also really poor because of their economic situation and minimum wage and the, the way that uh, the power structure is set up to favor the oligarchs and the corporations so you have all these disfranchised people, disenfranchised people, and, and then you you pile racism on top of that so they have a scapegoat. And then Trump was unabashedly racist in all of his rhetoric, and he acted like he was one of these assholes, even though he just fucking despises them. In fact, there was uh, reports of Trump saying that he didn't like the way that the insurrectionists look, he looked. He thought that they looked low class. He doesn't yeah. want to be around. These people are not who he would associate with ever, but he was able to activate this disenfranchised uh, portion of the United States that is acting in their own uh, best interest, uh, acting in their own uh, worst interest constantly. And they, they needed a savior and they, they found it within somebody who shared the same hate. Yeah. It's just still not logical to me, I guess. I, I mean, hate isn't logical. I mean, like these people are like, I, it's, it's, it's very deep rooted, uh, with this country just has very deep rooted racism and, and he, he tapped into that. Yeah. I, and a whole other, like, like deep rooted, like wealth of systematic issues that we just can't seem to get rid of. Yeah. This racism for years has been creeping up within our, um, 
our justice system and our, our police force. And uh, Trump himself has been a racist on record for his entire life. So it was all like just a perfect storm in, in the weirdest fucking way. Yeah. But all this is because of Republican policy. Uh, they, uh, they created this monster and then they acted like at first they, they, they wanted nothing to do with it, but then they thought, okay, let's, let's remove this veil of us being decent and moral and, and just fucking go all in. Yeah. I mean, it's it like right now, like I feel relieved, like this is our first show as, um, with Biden and as president now. Um, and it's, there's relief, but there's also a worry like, uh, DJT's coming out with his, you know, uh, Patriot party. I kind of feel like whatever, let the Patriot party thing take wind. Cause all they're going to do is divide the Republican party. Yeah. And you know what? More power to them because all that's going to do is just give us more power. I hope so. But it's still a worry. Like if you look at like the people who were behind, you know, all these, you know, the, the, um, election, you know, fraud or whatever they were saying, like these people are still in play and still in DJT's ear and they're still working to circumvent democracy. Well, and and these people are going to have to, if, if he starts a Patriot party, then those people are going to have to literally leave the Republican party. Yeah. I I, I welcome that. Like fucking start another party. Like the Whig party, right? Like, like uh, a major part of the base will split off and then the rest of them will follow. That's what I'm worried about. What? Republican? No, because there's still like some never Trump Republicans. Like you read, I read a lot of uh, editorials from like never Trump Republicans and like the Washington Post and stuff like that. Yeah. So several out there in society. There's a don't lot. Don't they leave the party though? Most of them have left. Well, no, they're still in. Yeah, there's. For now. I mean, there's there's like two different. The Republican Party really is split. I mean, there's like the kind of the traditional Republicans that are still, uh, uh, you know, that they they that are just like like Mitt Romney, and then there's the ones that are have become like Ted Cruz, the radicalized ones. Kellyanne Con- Kellyanne Conway's husband is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how those two live together. I know. I was yeah, watching TMZ was on at work and like, like I don't know, their daughter called the cops on them or something. <laughs> the police were at their house the other week. Uh, well, you bring up Romney, but like Romney still votes 99% of the time with Trump. Yeah, I mean, they all do. But like, I don't know. I guess what I guess where we'll figure out what's really I think we'll all have a better understanding of where this country's going is like after this impeachment because I feel like if they really want to rid the party of Trump then they will vote to impeach him right but because yet, the only way to rid the Republican party of Trump at this point is to vote against him yeah, but they're not scared of Trump they're scared of his voters Trump yeah, in some ways is just a symptom not yeah. yeah, but you know what? If Trump's gone and he can't run for public for federal office again, who cares? What are the voters going to do about it? 
Who are they going to vote for? Ted Cruz. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they're going to like uh, immediately rally under another uh, another person unless this person is just. I don't know. I guess it could happen, but it, it would could it, get worse. What if they yeah. suddenly uh, uh, Alex Jones runs for president? And like, all like Trump's the tap waters like, turn face goes to him. But I said Trump was a joke, so the frogs are gay. Oh, for me. I mean, so if they if they impeach, <laughs> I'm afraid of more violence if they if they do <laughs> convict DJT in the Senate. Yeah, well, it's not it's not something that it's like what violence is still like. They need to do the right thing. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm saying that there will be more violence. There's going to be more violence either way, I think. Exactly. Exactly. Think the right that. thing needs to be done. Yeah, no matter how hard that decision the is, right, the right thing has to be done. Do right yeah, I, I agree, but I'm just saying there will be, like, we thought the capital attack, like, who knows what they'll do next. Oh, just know? don't give them any ideas. We'll be right back. It's news to us. <laughs> All right, we're back on its news to us, and Jason wants me to trust George Conway, the uh, founder of the Lincoln Project. Uh, co-founder. Co-founder, but Lincoln Project, by the way, in, in case, I don't know, this is uh, something that's weird to just dive into here, but they are this conservative group that were putting out anti-Trump messaging, but they're still a conservative group, so I don't trust it. I don't trust the GOP. I don't out. trust any of them after what I've seen over the past four years. But you're saying, Jason, I should trust George Conway. <laughs> they were also against like Loeffler and uh, Purdue. And Good. Other, uh, uh, Republicans who were Trumpers. I don't trust these people as far as I can throw them. I really don't. Now, now we, we agree yeah, on a few George things Conway here anywhere. Wait, wait, back up. Okay, so... You're saying Republicans are bad and they're evil. That's what you're saying. All of them. I'm saying I don't trust their motives. I don't know what he's getting at. We'll find out later because he's right. still Republican. And what I've seen from this party over the past four years has frightened the fuck out of me. So I don't trust it. Excuse me. I, I am traumatized. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. You, 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 uh, you listened to too much Coast to Coast growing up. It's all just a giant. What are you talking about? <laughs> you think it's all a conspiracy? You think life is a conspiracy? I don't think life is a conspiracy. You do. You, you I do. Okay, well, I do because you say so. You say I do, so I do. He says I do, so I must. Yeah, I, I do. can't. I can't disagree. You do. You do. Do you do. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Who knows? What are we talking about? Chris, who was right in this argument? I stopped paying attention. <laughs> so did I. There goes the audience. All right. Bye-bye. Well, the uh, real quick, though, we have a couple minutes to fill here. The uh, I thought this was pretty cool because everybody's wearing face masks, I guess. Nobody's getting the flu. Uh, last year, 65,000 cases of the flu were reported. This year, only 1,000. Wow. A thousand. That's insanely low. Also, everybody's staying home. Face masks. Yeah. The, yeah. People aren't out. Face masks. Like, uh, after, if we get through COVID, will you if, ditch the face mask? What do you mean, if? 
Dude, there's a lot of variants coming out now. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but this new South Africa variant, the new UK variant, uh, I just saw that there's a Brazilian variant uh, confirmed in Minnesota as of today. Right. But there's no if here. Uh, these variants, from what I understand, are still responsive to the vaccine. It's just a matter of getting that vaccine in people's arms. And we're going to have to have continued inoculation. This first round of vaccine isn't the last. For years and years, we're beginning the, the COVID vaccine. And I heard on NPR that... Uh there's some study that says that there might be an effective treatment uh, coming out and that's already I mean, yeah. available. And that's like, another uh, thing. That's another thing people don't talk about is the treatment is getting better and better too. So uh, I, I, I believe that science will prevail here, but the virus is getting deadlier. Just saying, but treatment is getting tenfold better than the, how deadly it's getting. So I, I think we all have to hang in there all and right, don't right, scare people right. so, because it's oh, not worth it. Excuse, Excuse me. The wording I used. When we're past COVID, will you continue to wear a face mask or are you going to ditch it? I will wear it for as long as scientists and health officials recommend me for to do so. But if I am ever feeling a little bit under the weather, I'll wear a face mask because I feel like that is a polite thing to do. And that's what they do in other parts of the world. We could probably like really curb the flu season, which kills people even after the pandemic. So, yeah, I, sure. What about you? And my, my face mask might be here to stay. I'm not going to live my life in a face mask, though. No. Fuck yeah, me people. either. I'm going to wear it. I'm so sick of it. If Grocery I'm feeling store, sick, I'll wear it. it. Everywhere. And then I'll pull it down if I want to have a drink or something. But I can't imagine going to like a, a sporting event or a concert or a restaurant. I I cannot well, wait to get ditch the face mask in the, those situations. I I'm sorry, it's uh, too. I don't know. What? You haven't been in those situations where you've had to wear a face covering yet. What's the big deal? I wonder how I'll feel about being in big crowds of sweaty people touching me again. Like, what's the big deal of wearing <laughs> a face covering? Like while seeing you're out? that on TV like gives me like heart palpitations now. <laughs> I know, right? The first time I go to like a packed concert, I'm gonna feel so weird. I was thinking about that, like a shoulder to shoulder concert. Yeah, it's gonna be like, what's going on? But you're not gonna wear a face covering then? <laughs> no, not no. if not if I not if COVID is under control. Because what? Why would I? I mean, it, it, yeah, if we're COVID free. Why would I? Yeah, if you got a shot in your arm, like both doses, colds, flu. When yeah. I get the flu yeah. shot, yeah. when cold, you yeah. die from the flu. You can't keep yourself from getting all these germs because then you will get a small germ and die from it. You have, to, yeah, you're you gonna your stop. System. Yeah, you're gonna yes. hurt your immune system. Yeah, we, yeah, we actually we need to be out there being all nasty and licking each other. It's what human beings do. But when there's a deadly virus, we have to we have to stop the licking a little bit. When you have both vaccines, or when you had both shots, Eddie, I want to see you go. I want to see pictures on Twitter of you licking some nasty ass floor. I would never do that, anyways. That's so stupid. Do that before COVID. Yeah, Eddie did. Gross. I I tell you what. After I get both shots, I will fly to Europe. Woo! Oh, Jason just hung up on us. He got upset. No, he didn't. (laughs) I thought he got upset and hung up. 
All right. Well, we have to end the show anyways. Bye, everybody. All right. We'll see so you next time. Yes. Nighty Thank night. You. My bad. <laughs> Tim Apple. Get him off our show. <laughs> Introducing Xfinity's breakthrough Wi-Fi speed, now faster than a gig. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible X5 gateway.